0: Exclusions apply. See site for details. Phase zero, season three, episode 17. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on today's episode, which is brought to you by our friends at Enterprise. I'm your host, Jenna Anderson. And joining me today is Nicole Drum. Hello. We got Jamie Jurak. Hey, everybody. And we have Aaron Perrine. Hi,
1: guys.
0: Um, so we have a lot to talk about today. CinemaCon is happening right now. BD, as we as we speak, is literally in Disney's panel presentation for it. So um, I had, had kind of hoped that we would be able to have him, like, crash the show a little bit, but he is very busy right now. But uh, we have some CinemaCon updates to talk about. We have some casting updates to talk about. We just got a lot of news this week. Um, we might do a little Q&A at the end of the show, so hopefully that would be fun. Um, thank you guys, by the way, so much for tuning into our George Kittle episode last week. That was so much fun to be a part of, and it seems like y'all had a really good response to that. And that was just great. Um, But yeah, so this week we got the Craven the Hunted... Craven the Hunter teaser, sort of. Um, It screamed at CinemaCon. It is not going to be available to the public until this summer, but we got some details from the presentation about what to expect from the movie. First and foremost, this movie is rated R. Uh, It is the first Sony Spider-Man film to be rated R after the Venom sequels almost were rated R and are now PG-13. The teaser apparently revealed that Rhino is in the movie but is not seemingly played by Paul Giamatti. Uh, So, you know, I'm heartbroken about that. Is anyone else also heartbroken about that? Because paul giamatti paul giamatti i'm bummed seriously like
2: i'm i'm intrigued about the r rating but no paul giamatti that kind of cancels each other out i'm now once again just as neutral and don't care as i did before
0: I was going to say, we're all going to kind of go around and say how we feel about this movie, especially after all these details. I know in previous episodes, we kind of poked fun at this movie, just in theory and in concept. Um, But I'm very curious to see once this trailer actually comes out to the public, because based on the reactions at CinemaCon, people seem kind of jazzed for it. So I'm very curious to see how this actually ends up being. Um, There also is the comic accurate costume in the teaser, apparently, like fully the animal print everything i I can only imagine how that's going to look especially given the comments about whether or not craven actually loves animals so that'll be really interesting to see um but at the moment like how are we all feeling about this movie how are we all feeling about craven aaron you're at the top of the board
1: uh so i was out of pocket so i did not get to see all the fervor i just get on and see like the breakdowns from bd and other people about what they saw and i'm just like somehow it's even more silly and like wild than we even thought like as, as memes, like we thought it was going to be ridiculous and it somehow surpassed it because our, our, rating, like first, like what? And then no Paul Jay Amati. So I'm like, why did we bring back all the <laughs> villains and stuff for the last go around? If we're not just going to bring back all of them, although he might've been busy, who knows? Um, and, uh, it, the reactions are good, so that's also confusing because we all thought that this would be like kind of just a living <laughs> meme, just like Morbius, just like El Muerto supposed to be, just like the Madame Web movie that we have no idea and have not seen a single thing about either. So who knows? It could surprise. We could end up looking very silly in the end the year rankings, <laughs> but I doubt it.
0: <laughs> Nicole, how are you feeling about
1: Craven right now?
3: I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I don't love Sony. Like, I don't dislike Sony stuff because it's all so bonkers. Um, and so I kind of expect this, like, oh, yeah, new meme movie. I'm here for it. But now I'm, like, reading stuff. And I'm, like, this sounds like this is going to be, like, the bloodiest meme ever. And, like, my dark little heart wants it so much now. Like, I cared not at all before. But now I'm, like, so, wait, I'm going to get, like, bad animal print fashion from the comics. It's bloody as heck. And it's whatever sm- Sony is smoking. Um, the pol- the lack of apology to kind of takes about ten points off for me. But I'm like, now I'm like, okay, now I need this. Like, I, I, I know that everyone's like the hype for like the footage. is Like, oh, this actually looks pretty good. I, I, I do not trust. I am so skeptical. But like, I'm interested.
0: Like, I feel bad for saying that. I'm like interested in this now. And like, I will say, like, the cast of this movie is intriguing, like Aaron Taylor Johnson and Ariana DeBose and Russell Crowe. It's like, you have a good cast of people. I, I just we've we've been burned that way with Sony before of putting a good cast of people in a movie that isn't necessarily good. But yeah, Jamie, what do you think? I just want to say, I, I think we're all forgetting
2: that the Morbius trailer was also a good trailer. Uh, that trailer mm. was not a bad trailer. Mm. And look what happened. So, and I haven't even seen this trailer. I've heard, heard that people having fun at an event have seen this trailer. So <laughs> I'll wait for my own eyeballs for this. Uh, I don't know. I, I Sony has lost me so hard. And then the fact that like, they cast one of my least favorite people and another upcoming thing is just like i just don't care about any of this so
1: i missed something what are you talking about dakota oh, johnson
2: I, oh well i was trying not to say oh. it out loud <laughs> i thought you,
0: I, I thought I was, you said I was, it I on like the show before Project. <laughs> I, I, I thought like you real boldly, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I okay. <laughs> really hinted it uh, yeah okay I that's I fair that agents of fandom one okay but, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm just not a fan of her work (laughs) so now the world knows sorry i am so sorry i am so sorry uh now i can be free you guys know i'm not a fan of her work and now i can say it and i'm fine uh because i didn't have to initiate the feeling and that's where we're at thank you you. i
0: i I feel so bad now i'm so sorry (laughs) but yeah i do not it is just so funny of like we'll talk about spider verse later in the show but it's just the the quality difference from spider verse everything else the hype level from spider verse everything else is just so all over the place so i want to like the movie on paper i i like i said i like this cast and apparently bites the guy's eye out which i'm like how the heck are we going to do that in this movie to like, the blood spatters again
1: are we doing blood spatters oh on my the god <laughs>
0: I mean, if it's rated R, like, who knows at this point? But, like, (laughs) this movie has potential. If this wasn't rated R, I would, it would very much be like another Morbius situation of, like, all right, this will just be passable. This will be a good, like, I'm going to sit and fold laundry and watch this movie type of thing. But, like, I'm intrigued. I just, I want to hope for the best, but we'll see when this movie comes out in October how we are all actually feeling. And especially, like, once the trailer comes out, I would love to know, like, BD's reaction after, like, having actually seen it at the panel, because I'm sure he probably is much higher on this than we all are. So, but we shall just wait and see whether or not Craven Sweep is real. Um, but got, speaking I've of other, wonder, oh, go ahead.
3: I'm just gonna wonder if the R rating is what's going to be the quality definer for this, because I think that maybe the not R rating contributed to some of the um, the memeability of the other movies, maybe. So maybe getting that little, meh, maybe will
0: give us a boost in quality. We can only I'm hope be- You know who's not going to be in Craven
1: the, the Hunter? Spider-Man, you know where <laughs> Spider-Man is going to yeah! be yeah! on oh, Disney Plus? Uh, a, a, a very, very frantic Jim Biscardi sprinted onto to uh, our messaging service last week to be like, Aaron, write it now. Please go, go, go. Uh, we get Spider-Man one, two, three. The amazing Spider-Man are coming like they are all on Disney Plus now. You can go watch them. You finally don't have to go do Shout out to Stars Plus and their wonderful uh, other other offerings, which now I'm like, oh, boy, um, you got to figure out if you just love Amazing Spider-Man 2 or love Far From Home or No Way Home. You can still go over there for that. But all the rest of it's over here with Disney. Um, and then Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming and Venom will be available on May the 12th. So we're doing this incremental thing where they're all getting pulled away from their universe and pulled in and leaving a little bit of gunk behind <laughs> and getting pulled in um do you think this is the this is in anticipation of the chances that Toby, Andrew, maybe Tom Hardy all been in secret wars anybody thinking that
0: well i will just say first and foremost it's just wild to me that like venom itself given some of the content of that movie will now be on disney plus like i know we've talked about content ratings on disney plus a dozen times on the show but just like that is inherently very funny to me that like venom is now a disney title at least for the time being um I like. I know people were speculating of like, "Oh my god, Secret Wars! Oh my god, everything's going to be tied to Secret Wars." Who knows at this point? This movie is still so far away, but it definitely doesn't rule out the possibility. Now that we're lumping it all under Disney Plus, but I don't know.
2: I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that when uh, No Way Home came out, some of the the other two holland spider-mans weren't on disney plus yet and so it's like i i feel like that's a so if that if they didn't do it for that i don't think they're doing it for a movie that is years away i i don't think it has anything to do with the other but i do think it's cool that they're up because like for example i'm really close to my grandfather's wife she loves marvel but if it's not available to her she's not watching it so she hasn't seen uh the spider-man movies so like i'm excited for her that she gets to watch them now because they're on disney plus like if it's on disney plus she's not gonna see it she she guess what she finally just watched all of agents of shield because on disney plus so i'm here for this
0: nicole I mean, oh or yeah
1: i was gonna say you know go watch our friend george kittle in. General. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely go ahead nicole <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, I, I don't think this is necessarily a sign that they're going to show up in Secret Wars, though. That would be cool. I mean, let's just put everyone in Secret Wars and just let it be like a fun because I would enjoy that. But um, I think it's just awesome that they are on Disney Plus and the ones that aren't there are headed there very soon. I know I didn't somehow I missed this news entirely. And this weekend, my, my child discovered this. So I have... Watched everything that I haven't seen in a long time, and let me tell you, it it was a it was a trip. Like, I, I have questions, <laughs> but like, I think it's just I think it just makes makes a lot of sense to have those things housed together for fans to be able to see it, and it just makes sense. I mean, if Spider Man is so incorporated into the MCU, having these other movies that we have now referenced in the MCU, there just makes sense. I don't think it's necessarily indicative of anything else, but it's just nice and convenient. It makes me happy. And I'll take it.
1: How how excited was 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 the little one? How excited? I know. Like, I dude,
3: you have no idea. Like he like he keeps coming home from school going, Can we watch the ones we like? Can we watch them again? And he's like, When do we get to see Venom? And I'm like, You do not need to be seeing Venom, child. No, he wants to see Venom (laughs) because he's now obsessed with the idea of Venom. So how many times have you heard hero
0: this week? I I can only imagine. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> it is it has now replaced the song from encanto as my oh god i have trauma song because i've wow. heard it so many times <laughs> but it's not a bad thing it's just that's the current jam but let me tell you the kids the kids are loving having these available to them on disney plus so thank you thank you Mar- thank you marvel and disney for making my life both hell and easier at the same time
0: I love it oh my gosh all right well we are going to take a quick one minute break and when we come back we have some MCU casting news for the week so stay tuned <laughs> back to Phase Zero, Season 3, Episode 17, brought to you by our friends at Enterprise. Uh, So we have some Marvel casting news, both MCU and just Marvel in general. Uh, First and foremost, we have some Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 casting updates. If you want to go into next week's movie completely blind, I would say skip the next couple minutes of the podcast, because we will be talking about just who is playing certain characters. We are not going to offer spoilers. We're not going to talk about the clip that is out that they are already in, but we're just going to talk about the casting itself. Um, So James Gunn confirmed on Twitter the other day who is playing playing lila the otter and some of rocket's other friends in volume three after all of our days of theorizing about lady gaga and so many other people to voice lila um the actual answer is linda cardellini who we know from hawkeye from to me some other great things Um, so she is now playing lila there's a clip of rocket and lila and two of their their other friends but we won't show it or talk about it just because the movie's so close we don't want to spoil anything Um, But they also have two other friends who are not in the comics. We have Floor the Rabbit, who is voiced by Michaela Hoover. Uh, She played Nova Prime's assistant in the first Guardians, and she was also Camilla in the Suicide Squad. And then we have Teef's the Walrus, which cutest name ever. Uh, And he is played by Asim Chowdhury, who played Abel of Cain and Abel on the Sandman. So I'm super excited that he's here. Um, But how do we feel about this casting? How do we feel about Linda Cardellini? I know Jamie Jamie looks like she has thoughts. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I didn't watch this clip because I'm literally seeing the movie tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't need more in,
2: of this in my brain when I'm, yeah. I'm a, like so close to the movie. Uh, but I'm seeing it tomorrow. Um, so th- uh, I, you know, I love Linda. I'm a hundred percent here for it. I do think it's funny, this new trend of like, taking uh, actors and making them turning them into voice characters like you just did it with David S. Malshian, uh in uh Quantumania and I don't know like I'm I'm not disappointed that it's Linda but it is like not as exciting just because she's already in the MCU like if like if it had been somebody else it would be a little bit more of a whoa but because I love her I'm still into it
3: Nicole it's how do you feel
2: final yeah
3: I really love her voice like I just think she has one of those voices that is just so nice and I now that I know that's her and I've paired it with that character I'm actually really excited for it like I, I do think it's a little weird the whole taking actors and turning them into voice characters is, is just interesting but I really really like it and just and having I have seen the clip so I've gotten to hear them talking and I'm like I would already die for teeths just the, the way he sounds, and I'm just like, would die for <laughs> teeths, and I'm probably going to get my heart crushed. I know I am, but like, I like this. I, I think the, I think they sound perfect to what the characters look like on the screen. And that, for me, just just takes it to the next level, but I love Linda fellini's voice, and I'm just so happy with that one.
0: Aaron, how do you feel? Did you also miss this news while you were out on vacation, or...?
1: Yeah, I, I, by complete accident. You know, I like, I'm like like Mr. Bean. I just walked in and was like, wait, what? <laughs> there was a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I, the, we joked around before the show. There was a bunch of spoiler talk about oh, uh, numerous projects over the weekend. And I missed all of it because I didn't have cell service. So uh, I am happy. That all these actors are very talented. That's great. I'm happy. And I agree with most of you in the comments. I avoid most of the... Um, TV spots and stuff unless I have to write about them because they be putting a lot in the TV spots nowadays. So You know, it it does, and Kofi said it feels like a weird aside. It might be, I hope, you know, like we don't have to go back to Doctor Strange or um, the the Thor 11 Thunder putting stuff in the trailers that quite honestly should have just been in the movie. But yeah, like, I'm excited that I, they're priming the pump. I think that what is it? Because when it when it was it comes out like two weeks from now, right?
0: Next week. Next week. Next
1: week. Okay. Yes. So we next gonna week, be reaction yeah. episode. Got to kind of be emotional. They're already kind of like oiling <laughs> up the gears for you yeah. guys to be sitting here, so I could just be like Oprah circa nineteen ninety seven. Like, <laughs> how did it make you feel? Was it really about you? Also, do Matthew on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Yes, the f bomb. Other yeah. TV spot that I miss too. I get a bunch of alerts on my phone, like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, what is happening while I'm away? From home? Why is all <laughs> this that- keep- the world keeps occurring when I'm not there?
0: <laughs> was there ever, like a soft launch, did they do that like to see how people would react? Yeah, I was wondering about that too because I'm like, I like Chris and I were saying we were like, we'll be shocked if this is the movie like it, it might end up being a, of like this is in a tv spot or a clip and it might not actually end up being there because it which would just be funny if i'll be like oh my god this is the first f bomb in the mcu and then it like isn't actually in the actual project but i don't know anymore again i'm not even watching any of these clips because i'm with Aaron. it's like it is so close to the movie i don't need to see anything more at this point but the discourse about it, it makes me think like they might have been testing the water but i don't know
2: who cares? <laughs> movies used to oh, always this before. Yeah. yeah, movies used to drop f bombs. Like that's the thing. You get one, and like, who cares? Uh, like kids have heard it. I mean, it's yeah. like it's funny. <laughs> I-, I was gonna say
3: like the language of obscenity has evolved so much that people drop f bombs in like everyday life on a regular basis to where like even 15 years ago that would have been a <gasps> moment. So eh, I don't I'm not shocked by anything anymore. Maybe I'm just jaded. <laughs> I, I will just say...
0: Dated. I will just say back to Lila and Floor and Teef's like I I would, I last week was reading all of Lila's comic appearances for a piece that will be on the site next week. Uh, Lila does not have very many comic appearances. I found out she really only has about 10. Um, But so rereading all of that stuff, uh, just Linda so perfectly fits her voice. And even though Teef's is not in the comics, there's a character whose name is like Walrus and he is a Walrus. who's like Rocket's sidekick. So I love that. We're kind of getting the energy of like how rocket was introduced and his friends and his status quo, even if it's not exactly the same. So, I'm excited, but I know I'm going to get so heartbroken once oh, I actually God. see this in action. I'm I'm not ready. <laughs> um I've but already so, got
3: tissues ready. Yeah. So we we will
0: need to bill you for therapy. You and I We are ready here. We are ready for you. The door <laughs> This is, is just open. gonna be a counseling session. Um, but yeah, so in terms of other Marvel casting news for the week, Jamie has one that is really interesting. This was actually from last week, but we missed talking about it during the George Kittle episodes. So take it yeah. away.
2: I like to think that you saved it just so that I can say it out loud. (laughs) Yes. Um, And it's that uh, uh, Mia Goth has reportedly joined the cast of Blade. I cannot think of better casting. Um, I mean, if you saw X and Pearl, you know that this, she is just like the new scream queen. She's just so good. I I haven't seen Infinity Pool yet, but it's high on my list. And I'm just, she, there's no way she's not going to be a vampire. I mean, come on. Mm. She's born for this Uh, and I and I just really hope it's true I sure it is these these things usually are Um, I just want the blade ball to keep on rolling I need more information I want this movie so bad what do you guys think
0: I to your point about playing a vampire like I tweeted this out when the casting was announced if she's not playing Lilith I will be so disappointed because there are technically two Liliths in Marvel but like the main one is just kind of like the daughter of Dracula and if you look up her costume from the 80s And just imagine Mia Goth in like a Marvel version of that. Like it it would be perfect. I can see it so clearly. I I have not seen her actually act in anything. I just know of her from film Twitter and just people responding to her. But I love this. It is so wild that they like clearly this project is doing something right. If she wanted to say yes to it, so I think this is very very cool. And there's another universe where I feel like the only way that she would have done anything superhero related would have been like here's a weird like Harley Quinn one off or something. But the Mm -hmm. fact that she's wanting to join the MCU and being blade is like very exciting
1: you know i don't do this scary so i have no reference point but the (laughs) excitement of i can usually determine things from how excited jamie or jenna (laughs) or whatever like brandon are and i'm like oh this is that this is like this much you have people who usually just deride mcu content going oh yeah that makes that makes all the sense in the world so Bring it on. I'm glad we're getting positive updates about that movie because for a while there, a lot of the news was a lot of like hit or miss. So it seems like things are moving in the right direction for people who are like, oh, there's no way this thing's going to. I'm like, I think they realize you guys really want Blade, you guys. I think they really get that you guys want Blade. There are certain things on that huge timeline that are going to get pushed back. I do not believe The Vampire Hunter is one of them. I think that is going to get priority over a lot of the other stuff. And Judging from the reaction, it probably should. So now I'm at the watch Pearl through my hands. <laughs> and that's not going to be fun. I don't. Uh, okay.
0: Just do what I do. Just read the Wikipedia synopsis. I don't know. That's what like I, I very do too. Jenna, you know. I'm like,
1: okay. Oh God, that was
0: Pearl for performance.
2: It's not that scary. It's just a show. It's yeah, not, a not a scary. Um, and like and I think you should watch X first but if you really don't think you can sit through it just watch Pearl it it, Mm -hmm. her performance is so good it's eerie and like oh I'm uncomfortable but you're not it's not I wouldn't call it scary I think you can handle it okay yeah it's it's more
3: uncomfortable than it is scary and she is just phenomenal she really is and like Blade is low-key like probably the one MCU project that I'm very quietly, like really, really want because I love vampires and I love vampire hunters. And I love the blade pocket of things. I don't like get real like vocal about it because you gotta have some things that you love that you just love for yourself. But I really love blade. And this casting just sounds so good. Like and I'm with Jedi. Like if she's not Lilith, I might have to like riot or something. (laughs) I don't I I might have to start hunting vampires. I don't know. (laughs) But it just when I read that I'm like Oh, that makes perfect frickin' sense, especially with what little else we already know about casting. Like, mwah, I need this. This is this is the best casting news I think I've heard from Marvel in a hot minute.
1: But how I, could it be when you've got other casting news to talk about? In the
3: <laughs> whole? Well, yeah, but you know, I, I can't I can't give all the good news away. But we do have more fun news. So Juno Temple from Ted Lasso is in Venom three. Now, this one kind of blew my mind. I wasn't expecting it. We don't know who she's playing, but she was apparently the producer's top choice. What do we all think about this? I'm going to be honest. I have not seen Ted Lasso. Do not come for me comments. It's on my (laughs) list. (laughs) My list is a mile long. But Juno Temple's fantastic. So what do we think?
0: Aaron,
1: you're at the top. I mean, so... Like, once again, a, a, a hole in my uh, critical consensus, but I'm like, if you guys are excited, sounds sounds great. Also, the fact that they've been quietly just developing Venom 3 and we haven't heard much of anything other than Liam Crowley talking to Andy Serkis and being like, <laughs> what's up with it? And then him being like, what? Nah, uh, it's great. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm I'm intrigued to see what they do because, like, is the third one going to address Tom Hardy being in No Way Home for six seconds? (laughs) Like, are they going to call it the right universe? Like, what's going to happen? I'm very, very interested to see what they do um, with the third one, because even though maybe we weren't the highest on it, that thing made a crap ton of money. It made so much money. Like, you know, some of the other MCU and comic book projects across the board wish they had done the Venom Let There Be Carnage numbers, which is just an interesting (laughs) sentence to say. So, yeah.
0: People do love Venom. Yeah. I I still will reiterate the point I've made it like a dozen times on the show. For me, the Venom movies are the new Ernest movies. Just put Venom in any situation. (laughs) we'll Watch it. Venom goes to camp. Venom goes to space. Venom goes to another universe. I just want to watch Venom do weird things. And so I feel like that's definitely what we're getting with three. I really hope she's playing some sort of other symbiote. There are like half a dozen other Mm lady symbiotes that I feel like she could be. I, I, like Nicole, have not watched Ted Lasso, but I had a Juno Temple phase when I was on Tumblr, like in college, because I, w- I just watched basically every indie movie she was in, regardless yes. of quality, because I was just like oddly fascinated by her. And I always thought she gave like a really compelling performance. So I'm very excited that she's in this. And I really hope she's playing something weird because I feel like she could really. I want to know what Jamie thinks. I'm sure she has thoughts. So.
2: Yeah, I love Gino Temple. Uh, I, I'm like all of you, I'm a Ted Lasso fan. It's weird that there's not a lot of Ted Lasso fans here. Uh, but uh, yeah, watch the show. It's good. But I'm not going to give you a hard time for it because there are a million TV shows to watch, as Nicole said. But um, <laughs> but like you, Jenna, uh, I mean, Gino Temple's been on my radar forever. I think the earliest I can think of clocking her was Atonement. Um, mm-hmm. She's just oh, uh, she's just a great performer. And uh, But it's hard for me to get excited about Venom 3. You guys know that I loved the first Venom. The second Venom fell so so flat for me i I thought it was just like so bland um but uh you know i'm i I, i'm excited to see tom hardy do it again because that's really what it's all about right so throw juno temple in there and it's like heck yeah i mean i thought i'd feel that way about woody harrelson though when i was just like so um so we'll see i just i just hope that they (laughs) that they like you know we all disagree about these movies like bd doesn't love the first one like some of us do um, so, like, maybe make a Venom movie that everyone likes for once instead of <laughs> one we have to
1: all
0: fight over every time. That would be great. <laughs> we can only dream. <laughs> and then speaking of the Spider-Verse. Yeah, um, I was
1: about to say, we're yeah. staying with Spider-Man. Big Spider-Man episode. Um, so we have Shameik Moore addressing the possibility of playing Miles Morales in live action. Our friend Ash Crossett over at E.T. Hi, Ash. Hi, Miles. Um, (laughs) her dog. Um, so he told Ash, do I want to do it? Absolutely. Yeah. I think if you know the work, I would just be humbled to be able to take on that. I would put my entire spirit into that opportunity. And if you see my work, you know that that what it means to me. So I'll leave it at that. And, um, I, I've seen this top topic like pop up a couple times because, I mean, he wouldn't be the first MCU actor or Marvel actor to be multiple roles. He's not even the only one in this freaking movie. Uh, in fact, I just realized that. So I was saying that there's three. Dear God. Um. So do you, you think he would probably be in line to be Miles in live action or you think they would go younger?
0: I, 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 how you, old is Jamie. he? I I, so I meant to look that up because saying that he's like almost in his 30s I'm gonna look that up now yeah, because like be. that is that is my one issue is that he might be too old yeah he's currently yeah. 27 so like realistically by the time we would yeah. get to Miles he's kind of pushing 30 so that is the one thing I would if it there's a way to make the multiverse of it happen of like here's maybe an older Miles and we get to just like have him be there as like a gratuitous something or other but I feel like realistically by the time we get to Miles they have to go younger especially considering how young Tom currently plays Peter but I don't know, Nicole, Jamie, how do y'all feel about it?
2: I'm, I mean, I, I'm trying to think if I, have I seen him in anything in live action?
1: You've seen Dope?
0: Dope. Oh, dope.
2: <laughs> okay yeah I, I know i haven't seen dope i, I know oh. dope, i haven't seen it because oh I my god think, i've um, seen something wow. I know. Um, and i and, and that's rick right that that? yes. yeah yeah that yeah yeah and I, I i i love rick i got i it's i definitely need to see that movie it's on my watch list i just haven't because i i think rick's such a good director um so no i guess the answer is no i haven't seen him in
0: anything so have I you watched really... the get down on netflix Oh
1: yes true too
0: i've seen the first episode but when he, it came out he is technically in that so so okay. you you've almost seen something that he's in. all right but yeah. so there's this nothing so fresh in my brain yeah uh, you know what believe it or not i can't see everything i try
2: <laughs> um, uh, i'm embarrassed oh. um but what can you do uh yeah so um but yeah no i think he's too old i think that's that's that
0: yeah Nicole, i, I agree with that I,
3: th- I agree i think he's already in that spot where he's not going to be believable at that younger age i mean After I think I saw it in the comments, like you know, last time I believed him as a high schooler was dope and I agree with that. Like and even then it was (laughs) eh, stretching it just a little bit for me there. I think by the time this would actually happen, we would have to see him in some sort of like alternate timeline cameo situation to where we acknowledge his his efforts. But I don't I think they're gonna have to go younger. They they really are. And that's okay. But I mean, he's crushing it with what he's doing and we love it. And I love Miles in all of his forms, but I don't think he's gonna be our live action one.
0: I will say, like, even when Tom Holland was cast, it's like, obviously, he had been in things like he was in that one movie with Chris Hemsworth, where they're on a boat that the name is totally escaping me right now. But like, we didn't know who he was, like, on a larger scale. And everyone now embraces him. And so it's like, I feel like when we get to the point with casting a Miles, there is some unknown kid Mm -hmm. actor right now who is absolutely going to crush it. And we just don't know who that person is. And like, that is kind of beautiful in and of itself. So Uh, I was gonna say,
1: I, I want him to play an older version of Miles cuz there's an older version of Miles in the comics at the end of time mm-hmm. who's like yeah. wizened and he's basically just the yes. old version of Static Shock in the episode yeah. of Justice League Unlimited and yes. so he'd be like kid you have to do what I have to did what I did to protect everything and then be like eh, you know and then older fans get a little like kick from oh yeah mm-hmm. he played him in the cartoon but like as far as like playing it, like all of the young avengers have peak like drama club uh stem kid <laughs> science energy that you could believe they have like backpacks that weigh too much cuz they're back have that so yeah unfortunately love you shadiq thank you for helping with it. by the way he he came through and did the live tweet with us when we did the walk yeah. during the pandemic mm-hmm. it was delightful with us with us and the um directors with bd so shout out to him but like yeah he's a little bit long in the tooth
0: it is interesting how like history just repeats itself of like we had that with Donald Glover and then he played Prowler. And then so it's just like we are just proverbially passing the torch until we eventually get to a live action miles. And even then, like that kid that they will cast as live action miles, it's like 20 years later they're gonna play Prowler. Like it just is gonna keep going and going and going. Um, but yeah, so then we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about even more casting stuff. Not so much new casting, but more when will people come back to the MCU? So stay tuned. <laughs> I'm not Welcome back to Phase Zero, Season 3, Episode 17, brought to you by our friends at Enterprise. Um, So it's time for another game that we have played a couple times on the show called Will These Characters Return to the MCU? Um, We have a lot of quotes this week from different people who have been in the MCU previously, and they're kind of addressing whether or not they may come back. So the biggest one was uh, Scarlett Johansson and Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, They were both on Gwyneth's The Goop podcast, and they kind of talked about being in Marvel. I'm surprised that Gwyneth actually remembered (laughs) that she was in Marvel. Um, But they kind of talked about whether or not they would come back and Scarlett said I'm done the chapter is over I did all that I had to do also coming back and playing a character again and again over a decade of time is such a unique experience Gwyneth then kind of piggybacked off of that and she said that she thinks she's done but she said I didn't die so they can always ask me so what do you guys think do you think we would ever get back Ever get back how do I feel I
2: don't understand why this was news. Like, like everyone was talking <laughs> about this because, like, we knew this. I, I, I mean, like, I, Scarlett Johansson has made it clear before. Gwyneth has made it so clear that she's uh, erased the part of her brain that that <laughs> did these movies. So to me, then, the real news, like, the real news, is that they debunked that they were feuding on Iron Man Two. Like, that was more interesting to me uh, because, like, yeah, they're done, and that's fine like like i i i think that nat has like a really lovely send-off and it's really tragic and heartbreaking and sometimes people should stay dead because it's more impactful that way and uh in terms of like pepper like yeah she's not dead she could come back but like who cares like if she did come back i'd be like oh neat she's back but also it's not like i'm sitting on the edge of my seat like it's hugh jackman who cares i just think it's so funny that this was like huge deal when neither of it was really new information in my opinion that's how I feel
0: (laughs) Nicole Nicole. (laughs)
3: um I do think that Scarlett Johansson's done I honestly like you know know there's a lot of what you know what dies doesn't stay dead of it all but like I think in this case it really does need to like her her arc is done I think it would derail so much so I believe her when she says she's done do I think Gwyneth will be back probably not do I think she would probably be open to it? It sounds like she would if she could remember that she did the role in the first place. Um, do I need her to come back? Absolutely not. Like can we please just move freaking forward? Like reference that she's alive and existing and thriving. That's all I really need. I don't need to see her. I think we are definitely at a point where we can move on beyond those characters, but please let let's, let's let Nat stay dead. Let, let's let her move on. Let's let her legacy be what it is. And I believe Scarlet, where she says, "Not, I'm done. I'm ready to move on. And she did play that role for a really long time. Like, it's it's time for her to move on.
0: Aaron, how do you feel? Is she still doing uh, Tower of Terror? Jenna, do you know? I think so. As far I as so, I know, she, yeah. So I think
1: I think so too. So it's not like she's completely yeah. severed the relationship or anything. Yeah. Like yeah. I suppose this is a more interesting conversation about who exactly do you bring back and why, and how do you navigate it to the point where people don't feel like it, it, it robs them of like the finality of the choices that they make, right? I mean, this is why you're Brandon's favorite Russo Brothers quote is like, we kind of let that. That's for other people to deal with. That's what the entirety of the last two phases have been. It's like, hey, guess what? We kind of have to figure out where to go um, after that. So if she did, it would be cool. I, an agent of chaos, would like Black Widow to be in Secret Wars, but then having, isn't it, Lake Bell and What If? Mm-hmm, yeah, and she yeah. turns around in a wig and it's a different person. And all of us <laughs> just go, wait wah, 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 wah. Um, would <laughs> that great. would be rad. Would I would be, be uh, down to that. I they ruined that by
2: putting Lake Bell in Wakanda forever. They it's wasted her so hard. It's it's as we have proven in this her, episode. Like yes. multiple the world,
1: characters. Girl is her. Right. Well,
2: <laughs> but I just I'm just still bitter that they Listen, really wasted her. Understandable, when, me too. When, yeah.
1: when Lake Bell shows up as Black Widow and Hawkeye as David Des you both will be back. <laughs> you'll both do that I've seen you too. i I've seen y'all all characters. don't right. threaten me with a good, a good time. time right? Exactly.
0: I was, was going to say like, w- it's not like we're done telling Natasha stories it's like we have Lake Bell doing the really good performance on what if as the story kind of suits it so it's like we're still getting yeah. Natasha stuff but I really see it being a thing where Scarlet will only come back if they like back up the dump truck of money for Secret Wars because I feel like yeah. with Secret Wars they will not pass up the opportunity to if they can get no, all six original, Avengers the original yes. six and you do the pan around them again like it's 2012 and everything is so much simpler like they're going to try to recreate that even if it's all just different versions of them from different multiverses like that feels like a Mm -hmm. no-brainer so I feel like they maybe would convince, but I'm sure because it's like, you know, the original six, I'll have a chat. Like, They'll have their matching tattoos. They're all still friends. I'm sure it'll become this thing of like, if if people agree to come back for Secret Wars, other people probably will also agree to come back. So, but that's the only example I can think of where she would be willing to. I
1: love up. this vision you have of, of like, basically Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans riding around for one last job. One last job. <laughs> that is job. kind of how it feels. One, last, one last heist. Honestly, Let's go.
0: Two little log in a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> and then i agree with y'all i feel like gwyneth like they would have to convince her to come back but i don't think there's really a story reason i still kind of yeah. joke she, she's basically playing herself an end game of just reading her books about composting and just kind of being there so for i don't see a reason for her most, to come back
1: most impactful thing to ever come from a group podcast ever <laughs> yeah that, that's the other real story here too
0: and see i had missed the thing about them feuding like i didn't even know that bit because we all were writing about whether or not they're going to return so like thank you to jamie for like giving me that information because i didn't even have any idea um but yeah so then continuing playing this game of will these characters return to the mcu uh kristen ritter was on michael rosenbaum's inside of you podcast and was obviously asked about returning as jessica jones and she said i have no idea i hope so i think that people love jessica i know it because i live it but honestly i don't know marvel they're so secretive i don't know i'm just putting it out there that of course i would be there in a second i'd have my boots and jacket on ready to rock do y'all think she's coming back aaron you're yes. at the top
1: oh this this one yes yes i do i sure do they've been doing a lot of pushing of netflix content this entire time that we've gotten everything set onto the board daredevil board again is eight million episodes for some reason <laughs> um so and there's already the punisher in it so at this point, come on. Like give give Adam Barnhart his like this is cinema moment and let them all be there so he can so we could all enjoy it. I, I feel like this is a layup. It's just in this this one of all of the quotes besides what we'll get to like sounds the most like I might know something, but I cannot tell y'all. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It's not exactly Charlie Cox, please, they have a gun pointed at me under the table. <laughs> and it's not quite Andrew Garfield, like they have a trapdoor under my seat, please. <laughs> like, but it's it's getting there, you know. Jamie, how do you feel about it?
2: I mean, she's the only person from the Netflix stuff that I genuinely love and and like care about. Uh, so, uh, you know, I want it. It's like I want it so bad. But yeah, uh, my instinct says that she's lying and she knows she's coming back. Like we've talked before about their teases, her and Mike on their little friendship runs. <laughs> you no. Know, uh, we need to go I, I, on a run
1: up there, it, Jamie. We need to go yeah. on that trail so we can go <laughs> we see them. They're there every day. Every- <laughs> uh, every I'd be, day, I'd
2: be ten feet behind. They're walking, and I'd still be running by. <laughs> Just
0: them. get like a scooter. Just like follow yeah, them. On a so I'm going yeah, to yeah. run
1: behind you with a um, speaker playing Kate Bush. Okay.
0: Nicole, how do you feel? Do you think Kristen Ritter might come back? Oh yeah, that's such a lawyer answer. That
3: is such a lawyer <laughs> answer. Like that is the I know things that I can't say. It so I'm going to be as a op- op- like as not obvious as possible but if you know you know um yeah and i need it like i'm with i'm with Jamie. that is the that is the I, that is honestly the only of the netflix uh, marvel things that i actually watched all the way through me too because i love jessica jones <laughs> oh my god i love jessica jones and i loved her portrayal so much like i know way too much about the fashion in that show because i went down a very dark rabbit hole and it's amazing um ask me some time about the jacket and the Ooh. jeans just it's great but <laughs> That just—I as soon as I read that, I'm like, "Oh, that's a lawyer answer." She's coming back. Just which which episode of the eight million is it going to be in? And I will set a timer for it so I don't forget because it's it's happening. Yes, that is a that is a. I'm saying yes, but I'm not saying yes so I can don't get in trouble. They don't pull out the trap door.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I lawyer completely answer.
0: agree. I feel like she definitely knows something, even if we don't get to see the the results of it eventually. Either way, even if she's not. Returning in the foreseeable future We still get her in the Orphan Black spinoff So like I, mm-hmm. we're winning either way So like I'm just happy to get Kristen Ritter Back on my TV anyway and I know she's in Love and Death with Elizabeth Olsen So like yes. that is also exciting I know Jamie For those of you just listening Jamie just got very Very
1: close <laughs> to the camera um,
0: But like I, I'm just happy to see her Back on my TV anyway and if it happens to Be Jessica which it sounds like it might be then That would be great
1: Richard um, so- put Adam On the screen Richard put Adam on the screen
0: <laughs> right, I know we, we need to have Adam on it. Somebody no, Adam is talking, the talking in the
1: comments. In the Adam. comments.
0: Adam said, "Save Iron Fist." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree, but mainly if it's Colleen Wing. But we'll 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 get to that Seriously? another day. Um, So we have one more round of this to play. But in the meantime, we have a little bit of extra time. So we might take some audience questions. So if you have a question in the chat, fire it away. And we might try to answer it by the end of the show. Um, But so our final, will these characters return to the MCU of the day is uh, Haley Steinfeld. Also talked to Ash at ET about whether or not she knows where Kate Bishop will appear next. And her answer was just maybe. That was literally the only word that she said. So it's we know she might like it, it sounds like she might return but like what do you guys think do you think like it's something sooner than later how do we feel it would be insane if they didn't bring her back are you kidding me
2: like everyone loved her she was perfect one of the most perfectly cast things we've ever seen like she, and she knows uh, i'm sorry maybe yeah no she knows it's she's she knows. i can't tell you when because it's everything seems up in the air right now there's a lot of big question marks but Uh, there's no way we're not seeing her again.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think that's a definite like, oh yeah, like if we, they would be stupid not to bring her back. It would be like something catastrophic would have to happen for her to not be back. And while the timeline of it all, I think it might be a little further out than maybe we want because God knows what's going on with schedules and timelines at this point. But I I think it's going to be relatively soon. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to hold off on that for very long because she was perfect casting like of, of all the things that they have done for casting that they could they could have like created a human being out of their minds to fit that role better so yeah she's she's coming back like I'm secure I'm secure in that
0: <laughs> Aaron how do you feel all about it I know it?
1: is that- they better not have taken Dickinson from me for not to come back. Like <laughs> <laughs> right, absolutely, yes. What, what are you talking about? Dickinson's also, done. I know. That's why she couldn't, we couldn't announce it earlier. Cause like mm-hmm. Apple was like, No, you signed a contract. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go ahead and get Dickinson out before you run off to shoot bows and arrows with everybody. <laughs> um, the maybe. Is really ominous. I always point to if you remember when we were talking about uh if there was gonna be a young Avengers project, I always point to that weird look during the Hawkeye press conference between her and Kevin Feige when someone asked her about the young Avengers and she looked at him and he looked back at her like, Don't say a word. So if we're <laughs> building to that, it makes sense. Also, I got a hot one for you. I think she's the first one of these Disney Plus people that's gonna pop back up because. Who the heck else does Echo know in the MCU? Echo's oh, supposed to be out. Who else does she know? That's true. Like, that's true. she gotta come on. I know it's gonna be. I know Charlie's gonna be there too. We'll all be like, "Hey!" Like, we're gonna <laughs> do the whole weird <laughs> goofy. When does Daredevil pop up again? I'm sure that that's gonna be a certain segment of the fan base. But I do, I do think least Daredevil's gonna be in there too because what? Like, she hasn't met anybody else.
0: Like, who else you gonna have? <laughs> She's the only one. I because I was going to ask everybody like where do you think like if you had to prod for her to go up in what would be I think Aaron has the perfect answer but like does anyone else have any other like pie in the sky possibilities I just want to
2: see her like we see before Yelena goes off to be her thunderbolt we just see them in their
0: little apartment together living together and then it's like bye (laughs) that's my dream (laughs) we would be so lucky we would be so lucky seriously Nicole do you have any theories of where Kate Bishop could be uh, no, because I really like errands, but now <laughs> I
3: kind of want. Now I just want an interlude of like chaos, macaroni and cheese with her and Yelena. Yeah, <laughs> give them a cooking show. Give them like a cooking show, and then send them off.
0: I still like, I still have felt like Hawkeye could be the perfect show to eventually get a second season where it just follows Kate's solo stuff of her being like a private eye in Los Angeles. And you kind of Mm -hmm. completely change her scenery, give her, still have her unlucky, Lucky, but it's just like completely different supporting cast and like elements around her. I I would love for that to happen at some point, but with the, how many things are going on in the MCU, who knows? But like, I would love for that to happen. I love how you brought
1: the dog. Like, we all forgot about Lucky. It has
0: to, because Lucky <laughs> is such a key part of that. We have to have Lucky there. Like, it, it, it's mandatory. Um, but yeah, so that's been our game of will these characters return to the MCU. Before we wrap up for today, we have a couple fan questions from the chat. Um, Bill in the chat is asking, will Kevin Foggy and the editing team fix the six years later typo uh, in No Way Home? What do you guys think about that? Do you think that'll ever happen? In Homecoming? Oh, yeah, in Homecoming, yeah.
2: Oh, that, that, that's that gone and done. <laughs> mm, like, we're just going to yeah. have to suffer over that for the rest of our lives.
1: Y'all going to be mad when they work it into Secret Wars or something, some mm. something down, down the line, like they did it with <laughs> Thor: Dark World. They're like, you're annoyed? Eat it. Like macro <laughs> the hot sauce. Eat it.
2: Listen, I've been re-watching the Fast and Furious movies, and it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes time just doesn't make
0: sense, and that's okay.
1: <laughs> that's I've right. been
0: watching them, too, and I completely agree. The timeline yeah. is nonsensical, Who cares? and I love it so <laughs> much. Time is a flat circle. Time yeah. is a flat circle. I just correct it
3: in my brain and keep going forward. I don't I don't think we need to waste time correcting it. Just fix it in your
1: brain, March until forward. I, until I did this job, I never even thought about it. I never I'm like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, what, it, it, I did though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> like there there are some mistakes that like stick out and I can I will obsess over them as a fan and then there's some I'm just like my brain will just skim past that and keep going. And that's one of them. I'll just skim past it and keep going because I can autocorrect in my head. I don't I don't think they're gonna waste the time on it. And I mean it'd be hilarious if they did, but I don't think it's a priority.
0: I will always just point to the fact that like superhero comics have such a weird schedule yeah. and timeline and everything. Like there are retcons on top of retcons in terms of how anything works. There's literally Nothing the whole concept sense. of hyper time because you know, none yep. of it makes any sense. So it's just, you kind of just have to just let it be, but I do agree. Like it would be extremely funny, like having the, it hit Disney plus and have the thing change. Cause the Lord knows they've changed things on Disney plus before. Um, and then we have a question from Julia, which is which Marvel project this year do you expect can have the biggest reaction to whether emotional shock happiness etc and why or do you think that already happened with ant-man 3 so which which project from this year do we think will have like the most visceral response from the audience i, I think, think we guardians. know the answer yeah i think guardians. it's guardians yeah yeah aaron do you agree?
1: <laughs> i mean uh, like it, not for me personally but for the rest of everybody <laughs> yeah absolutely 100% so, I mean, unless something comes along and it's really crazy, it's just like we get to D23 or whatever, and it's like, haha, Silver Surfer Halloween special. Like, unless that happens, <laughs> right? Unless that happens, we're by night two with like, you know, it's a man thing and him just goofing around please. having a tea party. And oh, then I'll please, be like, haha, me. I win. But that's the only way I can win. That's it.
0: I do feel like there's going to be a a response to Spider-Verse, like especially just on a larger level of like the, the families that are going to go to that movie and have like be jazzed from it. I think that is to have a completely tangential, but like very similar sort of reaction to Guardians. Guardians is going to be like the end of an era, but I feel like Spider-Verse is just going to be thriving in its story. So hopefully that. Spider Verse is going to make the most money. Oh, also that yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> If if Mario is any indication, like people want family movies, animated movies right now. So I feel like Spider Verse is going to make so much money on that alone. Um, but yeah, and then Layla has a really good question, which we're going to have as our last question for today. Uh, Nicole will be very happy about this question too. Who would you cast as another Ken and Barbie with MCU actors? Oh God, <laughs> I've never
3: thought about this before. <laughs> Okay, you were just now, broken. Here, I love it. You just oh my broke gosh. my brain. All right, but hear me out. Hear me out. I kind of would like to see Chris Evans as Ken. Yes, he seemed like I a clear choice. I think he'd be yeah. such a wholesome, like vintage OG, <laughs> like the original Ken with his hair. I think oh, he'd be such a wholesome OG Ken. Like it would basically be sort of like an, a version of like Steve Rogers, I'm sure, but like. I, I would, I would love that so hard. Like, can you, can you just see it? Like, I don't know. I, not nothing against like Ryan Gosling's Kennergy or anything, but I think like the super, the super wholesome Ken, like I would want him for that in terms of Barbie. I'm going to go a little chaotic here because I think that as we get more contemporary with Barbie in general, like, and again, I love the dolls and all that. They actually just came out with a really cool new one that I'm really excited about. Um, I think Florence Pugh as a Ooh. action Barbie would be so freaking cool because sh- she's got a physicality that I think would really work for a contemporary Barbie character. And she's got like the acting chops and she's also got like the spice that that would be just a hell of a pairing to put in an absolutely chaotic movie. And um, now maybe I need that.
2: I would like to throw out for Barbie, uh, uh, Elizabeth Debicki. Oh yes, yes. Uh, yes, yes! Just the height alone, you know. Yeah. Oh my God, she could be a Barbie.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Let She's her be a Barbie. Tall.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Aaron, do you have any any I ideas? I do.
1: I'm surprised that no, they didn't stunt cast this. I want Elizabeth Olsen and Paul okay. Bettany. <laughs> to be Barbie and oh, kids, oh, oh, could do uh, casting would be incredible. crazy. No, it would be no, so cool. I want, cool. Them. I want them
3: as Alan and Midge, so they can have the Happy Family set. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me, give me that '90s wedding set, and then the Happy Family set with those two, so they finally freaking get a happy ending. And That's what I'm kids. saying. That's in what it, I want. Make them Alan and Midge alone. Oh my because,
1: god! Because
3: because the red hair, like, make
0: mm-hmm. it happen. Make it happen i will just and say because like the chat has some really good suggestions too like karen gillen would make a really fun barbie um yes. i'm obviously gonna say tatiana maslany i feel like she would yes. like she could play oh, like yeah. 18 different types of barbies oh, and that my would, it would just be great um i'm also gonna mermaid. i'm also gonna throw out michael b jordan as Ken. Ooh, i feel yeah. like we all Ooh, we all oh, deserve this just no. on a larger level so i from your lips to god's ear <laughs> yes <laughs> give that to me it feels perfect so in a a dream world i would definitely say like michael B. jordan Mm. is ken um also just with some sort of like anime flair because we know he he, we know he loves anime um but yeah so thank you guys so much for your fan questions this was a really fun way to kind of wrap up the show um that's it for today's phase zero presented by enterprise aaron do you have anything you want to leave the listeners with today
1: yes uh it's at some like on social media we have some fun stuff this week for you guys so tonight i'm going to bridgerton I'm going to the Bridgeton Ooh. premiere, Ooh. doing the carpet and seeing what we're going to do. Um, me and Ariel will be there looking at beautiful people in very, very expensive clothing. Um, tomorrow, we might have something fun with me and Jamie. I have to ask her about about the show. Some of you talked about the concept of time travel being weird in that franchise. So we're going to work on that. And Ooh. we're working on a giveaway for you guys with Marvel with a Spider-Verse explainer encyclopedia. And we'll be trying to give it away on the show and promotion of that. So keep it locked for all that stuff. I'm very, very busy. I've not been at home. I don't know how Brandon Davis does this. We love you guys.
0: Awesome. All right, Nicole, do you have anything to plug? Um,
3: just, you know, with Guardians coming out next week, we're going to be having some awesome Guardians stuff coming up. And, you, you know, I'm going to be talking about healing and trauma. But also we're going to talk about that soundtrack. So keep your eyes posted for that next week. And I want to just throw something out there this week that I usually don't plug with this. Like, comics, very important. But y'all need to be reading Philadelphia.
2: That's all I got to mm-hmm. say.
3: That is probably one of the best comics that's ever come out. Period, and I'm not exaggerating. Please be reading Philadelphia, and then you can find me on Twitter at Life and Polaroid, and then on basically everything else at the Nicole Drum, and uh, we can talk about it because it is such a good book that I think more people need to read.
0: Awesome, Jamie. What do you have to plug?
2: Oh gosh, there's lots of good stuff to watch. There's lots of good stuff out. Um I've got some fun interviews coming up. Uh, I think next week I, is, I'm doing Little Mermaid. Ooh. Uh so I'm excited about that and uh uh I- I've got the biggest interview of my career next week, but I'll just let you simmer on that. Uh, I've never been more excited about anything in my life, so I don't want to jinx it and say it on here. Um, but uh, yeah, go watch some go watch some movies when you're not reading comics. Don't don't spend time with your loved ones. Just read comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, check out Ted Lesso, Uh, and uh, follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Jv Cinematics
0: or you know you can do those things in the same room as your family I was, I was say, use <laughs> yeah. those as a gateway to loved ones that's what i did <laughs> absolutely um it's at, it's Jay, hey, it's on all of the social medias. Um, as everyone has already said, go read some comics. There are very good comics this week. Uh, Nicole and I are losing our minds over the new Green Arrow series, which oh has just God. now been upgraded to a 12 issue series, which is fantastic news. Um, go buy it. it is, it's amazing. Um, and there are so many other good comics out this week. So, so go read them. Um, so that's it for today's phase zero. Uh, be sure to drop a five-star review in the podcast platform of your choice, and we will read it on the show and ask your questions at some point um next week we should have some of our reactions to guardians of the galaxy volume three and just a lot of other fun stuff in store so stay tuned and see y'all later